Blog Talk Radio. Nation Sports. Glad to be back in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. Um, had a phenomenal weekend this weekend. Got to uh, got to travel. Got to visit the the beautiful state of North Carolina. Um, actually, got an opportunity to sit down with my co-host um, on Sunday, Easter Sunday. Um, talked about the show. Played catch up. Planned uh, to talk to, uh, about the previous shows, and, and then, of course, more to come and things that we're going to be doing and working on to continuously uh, improving the quality of the show and expanding the network. So, uh, had a phenomenal weekend. Got to spend time with the uh, kids, um, the grandson, um, see a few friendly, uh, familiar faces. Big shout out to Greg and uh, Brooklyn Pizzeria. Spring Lake, North Carolina. Um, got to visit a company I worked for for on and off about 15 years. Was actually uh, doing a part time before I moved back to Ohio. Um, got to uh, go eat lunch there Tuesday, and uh, so, so big shout out to uh, the entire staff there. They took very good care of us. So uh, big shout out. Um, got in about two hours ago. So uh, fresh off the road, I took a little bit longer of a ride home, um, took in a little bit of the scenery, took my time. I wasn't in any rush. Um, listened to stock and listened to sports on the way back. So I had 10 hours uh, of going back and forth. Um, so uh, great, great car ride. Um, looking forward to uh, going back in June, um, second weekend of June to get my son for the summer. Um, so looking looking forward to that. But anyway, uh, we got a lot to get into tonight. Uh, before I get him in here, um, we got the next three weeks show scheduled already. Uh, next week we got Jay Spearman. He hit me up after last week's show, and we got to talking. Uh, Jay Spearman, he's an NBA expert, has uh, wrote many um, blogs for us, has uh, – been a guest and a co-host many of times um, throughout the 12 years. Actually, we turned 12 on the 15th. 
I'm sure we're, we're, we're creeping around the corner, turning 12 years old. But uh, he will be joining us next week. We'll be talking about the NBA. We'll be talking about um, some of the uh, surprises and uh, disappointments of the regular season, um, the play-in, as they have been interesting so far. And by that time, we'll be able to talk a little bit about the playoffs and give our prediction for the playoffs. Uh, the following week, Mario and I will be in the studio. We will be doing uh, NFL draft predict- uh, predictions. Uh, talk about our teams, his Carolina Panthers, mine, the Cleveland Browns. Um, look, kind of deep dive into top ten draft picks, wh- where we think they're going, and uh, any other big names and uh, big picks that we're expecting as well. Um, and then the following week, we'll be recapping all that, <laughs> get you guys caught up on everything that happened for the uh, NFL draft and uh, – um, in the mix there, uh, the two NFL days, or yeah, the two NFL days, we will talk some USFL as they will be kicking off their uh, debut, their season premiere this upcoming weekend. So that'll give us a week in the books um, of some more football as uh, we've got uh, XFL. I think it was eight week, week eight of XFL. Uh, teams uh, working their way into the playoffs. Uh, Mario caught a little bit about a little bit of it. Um, I got a lot of things I want to add to it, so looking forward to that. But let's get uh, Mario in the studio, and uh, let's get caught up in uh, everything we got to get caught up in before we jump into these stories. Mario, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. How are you doing? Not too bad. I'm just uh, glad to be out of the car. My, I'd like to say I'm glad to be back, but I had a, a wonderful four days. Uh, but I am glad to be out of the car. Um, when I was younger and I was in the military, I had no problem getting out of formation at <clears throat> 5, 6 o'clock. Either I or there was a buddy of mine that was lived in Indiana, and there was also a buddy of mine that lived in Columbus. Sometimes I went by myself. Sometimes I had one of them. Sometimes I had both of them. We would jump in the car and we'd drive. And at that point in time, we didn't have all these byways and all this stuff. And it was hauling butt a good nine, half, ten-hour drive. And it's like hauling butt. Um, for us to get home early Saturday morning, really get one full day of being home with everybody um, and being tired because you didn't sleep, and then pull out by lunchtime uh, on Sunday to make the trip back. Um, now – it's a much shorter drive. It's doing the speed limit. It's only about seven and a half, eight hours. Um, all these byways and the cities they cut out really made a difference. Um, but I, I have no desire. <laughs> I have no desire to drive. Like when we was driving back in the day, it was one stop. I said, "You, you got what you need to eat. Use your bathroom break. That was it. One stop. That's all we're doing." Now I, I take a stop about every two hours. Get out, walk around, use the bathroom. <laughs> um, so uh, I was just glad to glad to be back. But before we get into talking sports this weekend and everything, um, let them know where they can find Carolina Sports Plus physically, website, Facebook, um, and uh, we got a shoe shoe giveaway this Friday, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can catch us. Our store is located in 1318 Highway 4-1 Business in Rayford. You can catch us online at carolinasportsplus.com, and you can catch us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus. But, yes, we do have a raffle, uh, shoe raffle this Friday. So that's that's kind of a big thing every one time a month. See who's going to win a nice pair of uh, Nikes. So uh, somebody's going to be excited when that number comes out. 
Most uh, most definitely. And uh got some things from Mario this weekend, so we're going to work on doing some giveaways um on on facebook and through this through uh through connection with the show as well um so you guys make sure you guys go over on facebook give us a like follow what's going on here at the 110 nation follow what's going on at carolina sports plus um and don't forget <clears throat> tuesday night eight o'clock right here on the 110 nation sports radio network you guys can catch race chat live um, they kick off 8 o'clock. Um, you guys can follow them on Facebook as well. We have a racing pool going on with them, um, the Race Chat Live group and the 110 Nation. Um, I think we got seven people, two different groups of 14 people total. Um, it's a very, very tight race. Um, I surprised them this weekend, whoever is the overall point leader. Um, we're giving out a $25 gift card, so uh, looking forward to that. Very competitive, very close, and very very pleased and excited on how our uh, our pool is going this year and looking to expand on it next year. Uh, so make sure you guys uh, follow them. Uh, Mario and I got to talking before I tell you guys how you guys can catch the show. Um, but we were sitting down and we are talking, and we are talking about the fact that I'm here in Ohio, he's there in North Carolina, um, and then through all our experiences in life and connections and things that we have done and do, um, we know people all across the United States and different different parts of the world. And so we was talking, we was wondering, you know, where some of you guys are catching the show and how you guys are catching the show. Um, so however you guys have uh, caught this show um, on any of the platforms, if you're catching it through Facebook, um, leave us a leave us a comment. Let us know what state or what country you guys are catching us from, and also let us know what platform. If you're listening to iHeartRadio, if you listen to it on Spotify, here at Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker. Um, just uh, make sure you guys leave a comment. So we get an idea. We're kind of curious where and how everybody's catching us um, just to see where we're at now. And, you know, this is something we'll down the road probably six months from now ask again just to kind of see um, where we expanded to and what platforms that everybody's catching us on so we know what platforms are working for us. And speaking of which, you guys missed any shows, any of our shows, any of the shows on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, period. Um, and you guys can go over to uh, www.110nationsportsradionetwork.com. All the shows get um, sent over there, and so you guys could all the sh- click on it and play all the shows. It also has tabs on there that sends you to either iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, um, Chaser Podcasts, uh, Podcast Addicts. Um, I don't know if I said iHeart. Um, I'm trying to think of all of them. There's there's a bunch of them. It'll send you over there. You guys can follow it once you get over there. Or if you just want to go to your Spotify app or iHeart app and just type in the 110 Nation, um, the 110 Nation Sports Show, it'll pull it up, and you guys can just follow us. That way you guys don't miss any episodes. Um, so looking forward to that. You guys can also go follow us. For those that just listen to it on Blog Talk Radio, give us a follow. I know a bunch of you guys have. I've seen our following expand um, over the last couple months. Um, and all it does is just let you, or gives you a, a notification email about an hour before the show's on, just a reminder. That's the only thing it does for following us. But it helps us uh, continue to build our community and rise in popularity on the platform to help get us in front of even more people. Um, we got a lot coming up, Mario, over the uh, the next four weeks. We got an all NBA show next week with Jay Spearman joining us. Then we get an opportunity the following week to sit down 
give our predictions on where what, what's going to go on in the top ten, even uh, some other big names or big teams that we're expecting some things from. Talk about Carolina, talk about the Browns, what their needs are, who we think they should be drafting. And then we follow it up with the, with the recap. Um, so a lot of things going on and, and trying to keep on top of all the other topics and everything going on. Um, it's been an interesting weekend um, in doing so. Um, first thing I want to jump into, and, and I don't know why this is this caught my attention. I think it was the last thing I sent to you. I don't even know if you've seen us. We're going to talk about this. Um, but the NIL, um, mm-hmm. the opportunity for high school and college players to get paid. <laughs> to play sports. Um, let's rewind back a little bit. Let's rewind back to the days, and, and some some listeners are new to the whole sports world and don't know a day of when even college athletes didn't get paid. Um, I was very anti this whole paying the players. Um, I look at it and having the chance to work in UNCB there with Chapel Hill, have a chance to work in Durham B right there with Duke. Um, I had an opportunity to see how good life really is when you live underneath a scholarship, especially mm-hmm. when you're an athlete. Um, yeah. I, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of things that most people don't get to see probably wasn't supposed to see the treatment and on top of everything else, just the fact that you get a, a very expensive college education for free. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel that that's, that's better than most people get. Hell, I, I served in the United States army and didn't even get UNC paid for all, all full. All I had to do was just worry about going to class and playing a sport. But anyway, um, I, I was one of those that was always anti that. But I'm also one of those that are anti one and dones. I feel a lot of money's put into recruiting. I feel a lot is put into trying to recruit as many five-star, four-star, three-stars, whatever your scholarships allow, um, trying to, you know, you're, you're eventually you're going to fill up all your, your free scholarships and your five-stars. So then now you've got to fill the rest of your roster with those that are not getting free rides that, you know, and have a spot open. And you, now you start looking at fours, threes, and twos. There's a lot in this whole process. It's just not, yeah. uh, oh, all these great, phenomenal players all want to go play at Alabama and those that – don't have a spot or willing to sit around until they get a spot open if they're second or third string. And then if all the scholarships are taken, they're willing to pay money just to go sit on a bench and possibly never pay the whole time they're at Alabama, even though they're a five-star could go play somewhere else. Um, So it's not as easy as people want to think that this whole process is. So I've always been one that's against the whole one and done. There's they're just a lot of work, especially with the basketball, a lot of work to recruit five guys that are going to play well together. And then now you're you're counting on trying to gauge, you know, this one's a junior, this one's a senior. I need to find start working on the, the piece to replace the senior. I got the freshman for the next three years. So if he plays, there's just a lot to this whole process. So never been a fan of one and then, one and done. And, and where I'm going with this, Mario, and I, I want to get your, your opinions first of all, because we, we've never had this discussion before, on 
the payers getting paid, and then also the one and done whole process. Yeah. But well, as a matter of fact, let's, let's do that before we, we go for full circle. Um, then I the, the the players getting paid before this all became a thing was you for it against it and why? Um, I'm 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 leaning towards you, but kind of in the middle. You know the you know I was always kind of like the type that college education is very important. You know you're living a good lifestyle on campus. You're getting plenty of shoes. You're getting plenty. Plenty of clothes and getting a nice education, but the only thing is you're mm-hmm. missing out on money, you know. And then yep. once you once you think about once you think about the colleges, you know, then you start looking about how much they get paid, you know. That's when you start leaning the other way, you know. Why I can't get paid for my services after you making millions mm-hmm. and millions of dollars off promotion, you know? What I mean, of me playing basketball at your school. Now it is it is kind of a headache, you know, as far as trying to build a team, trying to keep everybody happy, you know. Because uh, on the other hand, I'm trying I'm trying to get paid and take care of my family, you know. If, yes. if you're not fortunate enough, if you're not fortunate enough to have a good lifestyle while you're in college and still have your family working or family having a house, family having a car, because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people come from situations where you know, their family don't have a house. Their family don't got a car. But you're you're playing you're playing basketball at a college where the college is making millions and millions of dollars and you're not seeing a dime off your likeness, off your jersey, off your sales and what you bring to the to the institution. So I'm kinda of like a fifty fifty split. But I think in these times it's something that's needed. But I'm kind of old-fashioned at the same time, so it's kind of fifty-fifty, I would say. Now, the one and done. Are you a fan of the one and done? Uh, no, if no, no, no. If it's my college team, you, you understand what I'm saying. But on the other hand, mm-hmm. I understand you got to leave. You got to leave. You feel like you're good enough to play in the NBA, then you should go. You have that right to go play in the NBA and make millions of dollars if you feel like you're that talented. But as far as when you get to the NBA level, there's not too many. There's not too many who made a big enough jump to sit there and say, you know, I'm coming to the NBA, I'm a superstar. Besides, okay, I understand LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Tracy Grady, you know, Kevin Garnett, but – that's yeah. And, and really, those are the yeah. most those are the most common names everybody goes to because that's yeah. like the only names that did it. Um, yeah, exactly. And so and even and even a lot of your one and dones that actually go to college um, and play one are you know the the numbers are still astronomical of success mm-hmm. or the more go to those that played and went there full time or went three or four years and was able to yeah. develop, mature, and everything else yeah. with it. This yeah. this kind of brings me full circle back to both of them, and where I'm going at with this is, you know, for someone that was against the players getting paid, and I'm just looking mm-hmm. at these numbers, it's just crazy to me, and yeah. but also someone that was against the one and done. I, I mm-hmm. don't know um, if they ever thought that this was going to play out this way. 
but the NIL kind of helped reduce the one and none because now you got players that – was a couple names just for, for incidents. Now, obviously, Bronny James is not going to be a good example of wanting to stay mm-hmm. in school because I, I'd be willing to bet his NBA contract is going to be ridiculous. But we don't even know what he's going to get paid actually going when he goes to college. All we know is right now his deals um, say that he's worth, he's got nine or $7.5 million in NIL, and he's not even in college yet. Um, if that is not a motivation – to make sure that you stay in high school and graduate knowing that you're making $7.5 million just playing basketball and being eligible to play, I don't know what what would be more motivating to someone to make sure that they went to school. Um, And same with some of these actual college players um, that I I know it's kind of up in the air on Arch Manning. I I know there's not um, a lot of – you kind of got your pros and your cons with them. I know there's mixed reviews. Um, knowing that he's committed to Texas is going to make $3.5 million right out the gate. Knowing that nobody has them high on the draft draft chart or any expectations at this point still, I pay him to stay in college. You know, I, I've already seen yeah. and heard of different players talking about, you know, if I go into the next season and so-and-so has the number one draft pick and, you know, most nine out of ten times the person has the number one draft pick, well, actually probably 100 out of 100 times, it's somebody that is horrible in a bad shape. So, of course, a, a young high-prospect quarterback coming out of college don't necessarily always want to play for the worst team or play for a dysfunctional team. So instead of coming out, say, sophomore year or junior year, I'm going to stay another year. I get to make $3.5 million to play college football. I ain't got to go play with that dysfunctional NFL team. And I'm going to roll the dice that next year's draft, I'll have a better opportunity on a better team. I'm mm-hmm. willing to play. See, then he gets hurt. What you out? You're, you're, you're really not out of anything because you're still getting that $3.5 million. And, and honestly, okay, you're two seasons in in college football. You done made seven million dollars. What, what are you really going to spend your money on? Because you're at college. It's not like you know, you, you still got to show up for school. So it's not like you can just go have this luxurious life and not do your school. But also, that gives you an opportunity to budget yourself and do things the right way with professional people right there at your, at your fingertips and plan just in case something happens. Say you get hurt mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever the case might be. Um, then you, you got some uh, players like um, Olivia Dunn, $2.7 million, the, uh, the LSU gymnast. Yeah. The odds are outside of going to the Olympics and getting, and getting sponsors and stuff, you're not going to make $2.7 million. I, nope. I I would fathom to believe that hardly any gymnasts, uh, except for their endorsement deals, are making two point seven million dollars. Um, and, and the young young lady, um, LSU uh, Angel uh, Reese, 
one point yeah. three uh one point three million dollars on her in a NIL valuation. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say that she's probably not going to get as good of a deal playing in the WNBA. No no she will uh, not. So I would I would definitely sure, say as long sure. as I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the education so, and this, money. So the athletes might have done this for the purpose of getting paid because they feel that the schools are getting over on using their likelessness, their name and everything. But this might turn out to be a win for the, the colleges because now you're 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 gonna have players stay longer. You're 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 gonna have these athletes willing to play their sophomore junior year. Um especially depending on what level of how good they are, where they're projected to go in the draft. Is it, am I going to make more money in my rookie contract, you know, being the 25th pick or my NIL deal is going to pay me where I can spend another year working on my stock, um, the, the, my, my stock quality, not what I said, the word most for my, um, my stock value, I guess is the word I'm looking for. They improved it mm-hmm. versus, you know, I was sitting there thinking, I, it's kind of, I, I don't know, it just, it, it just kind of hit me today. It just kind of played full circle for everybody. You know, the colleges are getting players to stay longer. Players are getting paid. Um, and we're getting a chance to see, and, and this might help continue to help the whole tournament. We're, we're talking about, you know, just, what, two weeks ago, how, when we were growing up, you usually had your ones, twos, threes, maybe fours, but you're definitely your ones and twos in your final four in yeah. your, your championship game. Now you got 10th seeded this team versus 6th seeded that Ooh. team. Um, and teams that are not even in the top five or even top ten at the time um, in the regular season. And I think you're starting to get those – you're going to start having those players that are going to stay longer, and, and these teams have a, a better opportunity to kind of fill a, a better roster and be more competitive versus these all these good players just wanting to go to Kentucky because they're going to be one year and out. Well, now, yeah. you know, what, what you go, when is he going to be part of that one? And three of the guys are good done, and they're phenomenal, and now Kentucky's a real bill, and you're stuck there. You know, this kind of changes the game a little bit for me. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that part too. It does, it does change the game, but I feel it's competitive everywhere now. You know, just because how this time and age where everybody's playing AAU basketball, everybody's going to camps. You know, everybody's getting, you know, seen social media. So it's kind of like. It's definitely helping out the colleges. It's definitely helping out the players. But, you know, this day and age is is really beneficial for both of them because the exposure is there. So everybody's getting a good player. It's not just UNC, Duke, Kentucky, you know, getting the top players. It's, it's everyone because every, every, everybody's involved in, in AAU basketball now. I think that's also helped coach or people like Deion Sanders not stress going to big colleges because now I think more of the quality of players mm. are being spread out. And, you know, we, we saw yeah. what he did down there. What was that, Jackson, Jackson State? Uh, and I'm sure he's going to do the same thing at Colorado. So yeah, um, another, another big topic from this weekend was uh, the whole – 
Rudy Gobert um, whole uh, I'm not really calling a punch. It was kind of more of a yeah. a hard stiff you know, arm. Talking, um, yeah. yeah, that man can only take so much. You know, he got he got he got opponents talking about him. He got the media talking about him. Shaq talking about him. You know, now his teammates calling him out of his name. You know, a person only takes so much now. You know. Now, before we get into this whole thing, let's talk about what the Timberwolves gave up. They gave up Malik mm-hmm. Beasley, Patrick Beverly, yeah. Leonardo, Leonardo, Balmerar. I know I jacked that all up. Uh, Walker Kessler, uh, which was the number 22 draft pick in 2022. Jared, uh, Jared Vanderbilt. They also get the yeah. 2023 first-round pick, 2025 first-round pick, 2026 mm-hmm. pick swap, 2027 first-round, 2029 first-round, all yeah. for Rudy Gorbear. Uh, um, yeah. And it was not a, not a pretty penny. Um, no. Now the, no. the the Timberwolves went ahead and suspended uh, Gorbear for this uh, for last night's game against the Lakers. Um, first question: Was that really the best thing for the Timberwolves? Like, one was it was it value, valid of a punishment? Well, in other words, one game no. suspension. Yeah. No. No. I agree. No. No. To get you kind of shoot yourself in the foot, like you you did a self suspension that I don't think anybody feels that it was valid. Maybe you you fine them. Maybe, you know, there there's a there's a sit down with everybody with a fine. I don't know. No. But it seems like you you, you gave up all this. And then you end up deciding to suspend them on something nobody is in the league or anybody show up, listen to, or anybody said, well, that was a no-brainer. That should have been suspension. Nobody, nobody agrees that it should be a suspension. No. I'm glad that mm-hmm. you, 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 felt, you felt that something needed to be done. And, and I'm not going to harp on the fact that they did it. Like, at least that shows integrity and, look, you know, we're, we're not going to have this happen. Um, in, in our organization, but at the same time, I feel you kind of went overboard with it, and you end up shooting yourself in the foot because you decide that you're you're gonna you're gonna set this bar, you're gonna set this example. You went ahead and suspended someone you you gave the entire farm system to on a play on game against the Lakers that you probably could have beat if he was out there. Yeah, yeah. This is presence would have, would have, alone would have made a difference, but I think the owner was trying to set set a point. You know, I, I say to his team at least, but like I said earlier, a man can only take so much. You know what I mean? As far as getting called out of his name and and uh, talked about from teammates, from players, media, so. Oh, they most definitely gave up too much for him. 
Um, I, I, I'm not going to say, you know, Nate Lane, he's this, this, this horrible player or average player. He's a good player, but mm-hmm. I don't – you you gave up a lot. To me, it's more of all the draft picks. Like, you gave up 22, 23, 25, 26, mm-hmm. 27, 29 picks. Like, you gave up a lot. Like, you're saying right now that you – feel that your team is a title contending team and you're so convinced of that that you're willing to bet the next six years of your future on the only thing you're going to need to do is add a couple free agent pieces that you really don't feel that you need another star or you need, you know, pieces to add to your future, like this is the team you feel that you're going to roll with for the next five to seven years. And I defensively, they, they, they took a hit. Uh, oh, yeah, just from, Kessler, just from Kessler and Beasley alone, I think that's worse. That was worth Gobert anyway because the rookie from Utah, he, been, he was balling. He was grabbing just a many rebounds, just a many blocks. Yeah, so, they defensively a, they've just, they've not yeah. yeah. They they took it a big a hit. Their ab- yeah. Um and, and where they improved offensively, they slacked it defensively and it kind of it it weighed itself out. Um but you you can't first of all you can't outscore everybody. There's there's got to be a defensive presence. Mm-hmm. Um, so seventy games only average thirteen point four. Um, did get a, a average eleven point six rebounds. I mean. Um, what was the president in the paint? Um, the defense is really what was what was hurting them. Um, I know when I was heading down on Friday, uh, you you were talking. I, I want to say it's Friday. We messaged. It might have been Saturday. You talked about you. You caught a little bit of uh, XFL, um, and, and we had the conversation on, on the, either that 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 week's show, last week's show, or the week before. I can't remember at this point in time. And we were talking about the XFL. Uh, I'm not sure how much XFL you got to watch um, that day you was watching it. I know you was watching it before boxing. You also caught a little bit of racing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what all did you catch in the XFL, and did you see anything that intrigued you or anything that kind of turned you off from the game? Now, what I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I watched a little bit of it. I, I, I honestly did. But uh, I, I caught some things that that I really did enjoy. The thing, one thing was, uh, I like how they have the rule where they can call, they can call, they can call to review any play. You know, because yeah. I saw an interception. I saw an interception happen, right? Rob Woodson challenged the play, and the challenge was for a defensive lineman for hands to the face. On the offensive, yeah, on the offensive lineman, player, I saw that, yep. and it got overturned on the interception after he done ran it back forty yards after the interception, even though they missed the field goal on that drive. 
But just the call itself was very interesting. You know, from from challenging the game, the game of the the speed of the game was a lot a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you can you can say that, and I also like I also like how you can hear the conversations in between refs, who made the call, what they're talking about, how the head official mm-hmm. gets it, and how the head official has to make the call. That was good too. Um, that, that, that I, was good. I like you. I like you pointing out then they'll be able to cha- challenge different penalties. There was a couple out of all the four games, um there was there was a few times that happened where they actually challenged a penalty that wasn't called, um and yeah. gotta do a challenge flag on that. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um I'm glad there's a there's a limit though, because honestly you probably could challenge um yeah, about yeah. every play and penalty. Yeah. Um and, but honestly that was one of very few of them that actually it got overturned, and the the penalty was it caused it to change. Assuming there was no one that thought it was a helmet to helmet, and it, it ended up being he hit the side of the helmet, he hit the crown of the helmet, it wasn't considered a penalty. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and yeah, I saw it. yeah. There was someone else. Um, and for those that don't have time, and like this weekend, I was gone driving all weekend long. Honestly, if you just YouTube XFL highlights, it'll actually 15 minutes, and it'll put the whole game broken up in 15 minutes. So I sat here for an hour watching all four games. So I, I didn't watch the games for their entirety, but 15 minutes of highlights, you get a, a pretty good detail of the game. Um, this weekend, I was glad to uh, see – all four games were actually close. Um, you had D.C. win over um, Seattle 34-33. to 33. You had Houston over San Antonio 17-15. You had St. Louis over um, – St. Louis over someone. I can't read my own hand right at this point. Um, it was 21-17. I don't know what I was trying to write there. And then Arlington won 18-16 over Orlando. So all the games were close. Um, there was actually two games. This was the first week in the X. They had overtime games, This was, and they had two of them. I didn't quite understand the rule. I didn't get a chance to go back because you, you basically had three attempts, and you got two points. It was from the five-yard line. You get two points. Um, they say you get three attempts unless it's tied and it continues to go on. I don't know if it's the best two out of three or what it is because I know whoever was on the, the away team didn't score, the home team scored. The away team didn't score again, so I assumed that was going to be it, but then the home team had to go again um, and score. That was at 21-17 because it was a 17-17 game. As a matter of fact, St. Louis was down by nine points with only four minutes left. So not only um, did they win in overtime, but that game should have been um, should have been won by the other team, and St. Louis pulled that out. Um, so I didn't quite understand what I did like about it, though, when it came to the overtime. I did learn this um, this weekend. If defense gets a penalty in the overtime then offense gets the ball at the one yard line, another shot at it. If they if the defense then has another penalty, I think the offense automatically gets the two points. Now if the offense gets a penalty during the overtime period there, um it's automatic, you're done. Um and the ball goes to the other team. So I like that. Um it helps drag that out with calls and makes your offense not want to uh have an offensive uh penalty as uh 
the, the uh, offense did in this particular instance in the one overtime game that I think they had an offensive pass interference or push off, whatever it was. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, 15, Houston was uh, 15 to 6 with five minutes left. They almost lost that game. Um, I think that was the other other time of the game. They won seventeen fifteen. I think they scored once in the uh, double or in the uh, overtime. Um, I still like the kickoff rule. Um, I don't know if you got to see any of the kickoffs where nobody yeah, can move. Yeah, yeah, there, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, a couple of the games um, went and did instead of the onside kick. They got the ball the fourth. They get the ball. At the 25 for a fourth and 15, and if you get it, then you continue on. If you don't get it, then it's like you lost the onside kick. Um, I think they went one and one this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. One team got it, one team, there was a penalty on it, so they got a first down. Um, I do like that rule still. Um, I, I like that interesting twist to it, that option. Um, so a lot of things. And I, I was rather surprised on the crowd noise. Um, I, I would like to see more people in the stands, but yeah. they're honestly, honestly, there was still more than I thought I was going to see from the TV views I got. Um, and the different angles where you see them, I really thought there was going to be less out there. There's, like I said, there's just not been a lot of talk about it. And, and after watching the highlights this weekend, maybe it's because they're on ESPN until and the USFL is going to be on Fox. And I mainly watch FS1 and shows that are on Fox, um, like uh, First Things First and um, The Herd. So maybe that's why I'm not an ESPN person. So maybe that's why I don't see a lot of highlights and a lot of things talked about the XFL. And you, uh, Fox is a real big push on this USFL. Um, but it seems like it was a, a pretty good crowd out there, more than I thought anyway. Um, and it seems like they're still doing a lot of interesting things to keep the fans intrigued. I am interested to see what next weekend brings, uh, one with the ratings, because uh, obviously they're getting ready to do their playoffs, and then USFL kicks off. you think that they would have gave themselves a week or two gap in between. Um, I don't know if that's USFL trying to stick it to the XFL or um, – if they need to be done by a certain time because of the NFL coming back around, I'm not 100% sure. But you you would have thought with these two lower league footballs, they would have put a couple weeks or at least a week gap in between um, just to not overstep each other as they continue to try to build their brand. Um, but I am definitely interested to see what the USFL is going to bring. Now, Saturday, I have a Dayton Dragons game, so I will be out of the ballpark at 1 o'clock, and I got yard work, but I will have the USFL games um, being recorded so that we probably won't have time next Wednesday to talk about with all the NBA stuff, but we'll have uh, we'll have a couple weeks' worth of content to talk about on when we talk about the uh, NFL draft, talk about different things about the USFL, what we like or don't like of that. So looking forward to that. Um, we got about 15 more minutes. I know I got a couple more things I want to jump into. Um, the subject, and me and you have never really talked about certain categories or certain um, aspects of life. Um, yeah. And this this next subject, next subject. Um, 
has a tendency sometimes uh, of getting to be an interesting conversation. Uh, uh, it could be a he- heated debate at times, um, depending on the people. Okay. Um, and that's the whole Brittany Griner um, topic. Um, she announced yesterday or the day before that she's going to have a memoir um, talking about what happened um, in her 10 months with Russia. Um, said uh, Ms. Reiner said that Jay was Day was the beginning of an incredibly challenging period, which she was only now ready to share. Um, I read that because I guarantee this memoir is not going to be free. Mm-hmm. So you didn't you didn't tell nobody because you weren't ready to share. You were waiting for that book deal to go through that you're about to get paid. Let's, let's, let's just be honest about the situation here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. which I, I, I'm not going to fault you. I tell you what, if I get locked up in the Russian um, prison and I have a story to tell <clears throat> that I know I'm going to make bank off of, probably more than what I do in my career, and I'd be willing to bet that book sales and deals probably going to be worth more than her, her WNBA contract as well. Um, I would do yeah. it too. So I, I'm, not, I'm not here to fault her. I'm not here to put her down for that. Um, I, I just think it's funny that that's how she words it, that she's ready now. Funny now is there's a book out. Um, do you think – and I don't know where you stand with this, and I'll talk about it where I stand at first. Being somebody that is a veteran, um, I am very anti-kneeling for the the national anthem. Um, I am I am very anti anybody that is anti-America. Um, I I have people in my life that I don't hardly talk to or don't talk to at all because I am the type that I don't believe all of everything is bad. I don't think all white people are bad. I don't think all black people are bad. I don't think all cops are Mm -hmm. bad. I don't think all Hispanics are bad. And I have certain people in my life because of some of the things that have happened, some of it Mm -hmm. unjustly, some of it taken out of content. Um, they feel that I should feel that every cop is bad. And I don't, I have a lot of cop friends. I just, no. just what it is. No. Uh, as long as you don't screw me over, I, I, you treat mm. me as a person, I treat you as a person. Mario can, can 100% certify. There's not one, it don't matter what your color, your race, whatever your walk of life was. You walked into my store, I taught you like you were just one of the, one of the regulars and we would sit here and talk all day long. Um, I, I, I really don't care. Um, I once again got in this conversation Thursday before I left. Um, wanted to know someone. I want to know if I've ever gone on AncestryTree.com or whatever it is to find out because I don't mm-hmm. know what I actually am. I assume mm-hmm. I'm white, but like I tell her, and I've told everybody for 20-something years at this point, I don't see race or color. So if I don't care what you are, why do I – I know I should know my my family background, but I don't care enough to worry about it. Like, it's not going to change anything in my life. If I find out tomorrow (coughs) that I am Hispanic or I find out that I am Italian or that I am German or I am whatever, it's not going to change nothing. It's not going to change anything over what's happened the last 45 years. It's not going to change anything tomorrow. It's not going to change anything at all. 
So to me, it doesn't make a difference. Just like it don't, it don't, it don't change nothing. What you, what you do for a living? Like I tell everybody, when I hire people at work, I can right now get a hold of the biggest drug dealer in Spring Lake. I can get a hold of the head of the police department in Spring Lake. I don't care what you did or who you are. As long as you, you, you show me respect, I'm going to show you respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am very, though I am very anti all that stuff. Um, and when you have somebody, especially Russia, travel with what they deem as illegal substance, and you yeah. get locked up, I don't have much sympathy for you. Sympathy, you yeah. don't know so how many times the two tr- – no, you have no idea <clears throat> how many times in my two trips to Cancun that the wife searched and researched and researched the more to make sure that there was nothing we brought that was deemed illegal, would get us kicked mm-hmm. off the plane, not get us through a checkpoint or anything. She went over that list many times, and that's just two trips not someone that has the people that does this for you and lets you know what everything is. You have your publicist. You have your people. Um, but you've made many trips back and forth. You know what you're allowed to have and not allowed to have. And you, mm-hmm. unfortunately, got some people with celebrity names that feel they're above yep. everything and think that the rules mm-hmm. don't always apply. Um, mm-hmm. So I have no sympathy for everything. Yes, I, you know, I don't wish anybody had to sit in prison for however long. But at the same time, I don't have sympathy for someone that broke a law with the country, that there was tension already. Um, and, and Russia, I don't know, I'm not the smartest person in there, but it just doesn't seem like that's one of the countries that I would want to try to intentionally break a rule with because it doesn't seem like they care. Um, China would be another mm-hmm. one. So <laughs> there's a couple yeah. countries just right at the top of my list. Um, mm-hmm. But more to my point of why I'm circled around this, um, and it seems like we're on the same page with this um, as it is anyway, but do you think, and, and it seems like there's not really too many people in between. It's either you kind of stand with, you are, you're not, you don't have the sympathy because she wasn't very American. She didn't stand for the national anthem. She she was very vocal on her anti-patriotism, um, and I think that's yeah. where I turned most people off. They didn't care mm-hmm. of her race. They don't care of her sexual preference. They don't care of none of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, people probably didn't think she played basketball because it's not like the WNBA is something on everybody's to to watch list anyway. Um, as a matter of yeah. fact, when I started going back to the last time it was on, I was surprised it was even on. I didn't even realize they were still playing. Um, but that's not even the point. Um, but you also have the other side of it that if you, if you support her, like you're all in. Like There's really nothing in between. And so – I was sitting there thinking about this memoir, and she's going to talk about her day-to-day thing and all this stuff um, and her experience in the 10 months. Do you think that there is anything possibly in that memoir that honestly would change anybody's point of view? Not if you are, if you, if, yeah, it won't change none of mine either. Uh, no. But she, she's writing this whole thing now. I don't know how big of a book deal she's expected because I, I feel the same way with the book sales. If you're on that extreme one side where you have no sympathy, you're not buying the book. 
So mm-hmm. I don't know if that number outweighs the people that do support her. Um, and it's going to be that big of uh, a demand that people want to read about it. Because I have a feeling everybody that's in, I think that's a majority. I'm not going to say it's an overwhelming majority, but I would be willing to bet majority of the people could care less about all this. And so they're not going to read this book. Um, and so you're really not going to change really anybody's point of view. The only ones that are going to be reading this are those that are already in support of this. Um, I just wonder if there was there would be anything in that book that you think that would possibly be like, you know, no, not 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 on <laughs> not on my end, because uh, you know my dad my dad did over twenty years in the military, so you know I had to experience you know dad being gone, standing up for the flag before I even watch a movie, you know the flag in high school, you know so so the flag does mean something, you know what I mean? Patriotic does mean something because it's it's a lot harder somewhere else, you understand what I'm saying? So at that token, no. You know, then on the same token, you think about why'd you get caught up in that predicament? You know what I mean? Everybody, everybody packs, everybody goes on vacation, everybody knows what you have in your bag. Everybody knows what you spent. You know why you was on vacation, and everybody knows the rules. You know, so so by her putting that in her bag, you know, she she got treated differently just because she was Brittany Griner. You know, would would they have done it for me? You know, if I went to Russia, if I went to Russia, if I, if I went to Russia and put something in my bag trying to bring back, and I got caught, would, would they come get me? And no. no. So I guarantee you and I would have sat there longer than ten months. Yeah, I agree. But you know, some people feel like you know there shouldn't been, there shouldn't have been a punishment that long for that little bit for that little bit she had. But rules are rules. You know what I'm saying? Once you start bending yeah. one rule for somebody else. You got to bend it for some. You got to bend it for the next person. You know what I mean? So it's just some. Some of these countries not, they don't have a. It, it, this is the number. This is it. I I didn't yeah. say you you could have one point. You know point. You know yeah. one point oh one. We said one was it. Yeah. That's it. You know just yeah. use that example. Um, they don't have in leniency. And they said she played basketball overseas. Like this, this is not her first trip. She knew the rules. Yeah. Um, and so mm-hmm. it's regards to how much she carried, she broke the rules. She knows she's broken the rule. It wasn't like it was my first time or a miscommunication. No, you've made this trip several times. You knew what the rule was. Mm-hmm. Um, you just thought that you were a celebrity. You were going to be passed through yeah. and not caught. And that's kind of – and that, you got stuck there. Um, yeah. And then you want to use your celebrity name to try to get you out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that, it took a lot longer than you was hoping because it 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 was a big issue. It was a big divide in a lot of people. Um, and now you're trying to monetize. You know, if it was that dramatic and you were that mistreated, you would have done one on shows and talked about it. But since you're not, you're keeping this to yourself. So you write your books. We really know what this is really about at this point. Um, yeah. And talking about standing the flag, I, I did see on somebody's, I don't know where this track, or this racetrack was, but a local racetrack, actually said they had two people get caught <laughs> caught sitting in the stands. Well, I took a picture of two people sitting in the stands, and actually the owners of the track refunded them the money and told them that they, they were not welcome there. So, um some of these places that you go to, they 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 don't play with that. Um, 
And I, I think that's been one of those things that's hurt the NBA and hurt the NFL uh, mm-hmm. with some of their viewership is, is with that whole thing. Um, and I'm, you know, and I'm not delusional. I, I know that you got your bad cops, you got your bad people, you got your bad everything. Um, I'm not delusional. Um, and yeah. unfortunately, some of those the, the ugliness with cameras and and phones and everything everywhere gets brought to mm-hmm. the um, the front and front center attention. Um, I also am a firm believer that some of the times, if you got the whole full video. The, the situation wouldn't be viewed the same. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's it's taken too far and it still doesn't justify what happened. But a lot of there's there's many times that if you caught the first three minutes of the video instead of where it was purposely clipped and you only saw mm-hmm. the back end, you would realize mm-hmm. you know there was a lot more to the story and there there was a lot more that happened. Um, yeah. and, and that's unfortunate because once it burn it gets viewed enough as one way. No other variation makes a difference because everybody's done random with it. It's done created this wildfire, um, and it doesn't put it out because then it, it, it just doesn't change nothing. Um, but anyway, um, Mario, I want to say I had a great, uh, great time this weekend. was glad we had an opportunity to uh, spend Easter Sunday um, sitting at a Ruby Tuesdays, having some drinks, yep. eating some great food. Yep. Um, talking mm-hmm. about the 110, talking about Carolina Sports Plus, um, <clears throat> trying to game plan, talk about some of the things that we, we've got to experience over the last two or three or four weeks, however long it's been us together, um, things that we need to focus on, work on, and then uh, talk about the future for both. Um, it was a really good time. It was also, and I, we, I was talking to this when I went to Brooklyn. It's hard to, been, it's hard to believe it's been three and a half years. It does not feel like I moved out of North Carolina three and a half years ago. Um, so it was, it was also a good uh, good time to be able to see and just sit down and talk in general um, and talk about family and health and everything else. And looking forward to in two months being back uh, to pick up my son. I'll be back in another two months and drop him back off. So. Um, uh-huh. get an opportunity to catch up, catch up some more. Um, let the, uh, listeners know where they can find Carolina Sports Plus physically, website, Facebook, and, uh, how they can get themselves some raffle tickets, um, to win some, uh, win some shoes this week. Yeah, you can catch us 1318, Highway 4-1 Business, Rayford, North Carolina. You can catch us online at carolinasportsplus.com. You can catch us on Instagram and Facebook at Carolina Sports Plus. Now, definitely got to give a, a huge shout-out to uh, Angel Munoz. He has a fight coming up. He's our sponsored boxer, and uh, he's doing great things. He's currently 2-0, going for 3-0 on a professional level. And uh, you can catch us in the shoe raffle. Is uh one ticket for five dollars, ten tickets for ten dollars, and fifteen tickets, twenty tickets for fifteen dollars, and you can catch that online on Facebook at Carolina Sports Plus for more details. And uh, we got some good things going on. Don't forget uh, Tuesday nights you guys can catch catch Race Chat live right here on the One Ten Nation Sports Radio Network eight o'clock. Um, catch Chaz, Chris, Craig, and Miss Lee as they talk all racing. 
uh, most dominantly NASCAR, get you guys caught up on what happened in the previous week and get uh, get you set up on what they feel is going to happen in the week to come up. Um, of course, we're here every Wednesday night, 8 o'clock right here at the 110 Nation Sports Show. You guys can like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. You guys can uh, like us or follow us on Twitter, the 110 Nation Sports. Uh, don't forget, if you guys missed any shows, you guys can catch us at uh, our site at www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. It uh, syndicates all the shows over there, so you can catch all the shows that's ever been done on our network. Also, at the bottom, it has tabs where it will send you to iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, uh, Blog Talk Radio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SaveOn, um, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, YouTube, you name it, we're there. Um, If you already have those uh, downloaded on your phone and you catch uh, podcasts there, just search us at the the 110 Nation Sports Show. Follow us there. Um, Don't forget to leave a comment wherever you caught this show. If it's from a Facebook post, um, Block Talk Radio, leave a comment at the bottom. Let us know where you catch the show from and how you catch the show so we know where everybody's at and how they're catching the show so we know what platforms are working, what platforms uh, we need to uh, find a way to improve on. So it would be greatly appreciated. Don't forget, next week we got the return of Jay Spearman, NBA expert. Has been uh, He was with us, I would say, probably somewhere around six to eight years ago, um, talking NBA, writing NBA. Um, he hit me up after last week's show, wanted to talk about wanting to come on, talk NBA. So next week we'll be an all-NBA show. We'll talk about uh, – uh, surprises, disappointments, and other things of the regular season, the play-in tournament, and, of course, the playoffs. And then the following two weeks, we'll be doing uh, NFL draft preview and a recap. So got a lot of things going on. Looking forward to uh, being back here in the uh, Carolina Sports Plus studio. Until uh, next time. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.